0: Hey world, my name is Sir. And I'm Martin Malcolm. We are the hosts of Negroes You Don't Like podcast, also known as NYDL.
1: We are black husbands and fathers who are married and yes, sisters to black women. We are your everyday man's intellectual and more opinionated than the guy who sits around at the barbershop talking for hours and never gets a cut. We want to empower our communities and spread knowledge with best practices to hand off the baton to the ones next up.
0: Only one major challenge. We can't do it alone. Calling out everyone who wants to pass on a stronger legacy to start right here on Patreon with us. Get
1: exclusive access to unreleased episodes and extended episodes we like to call loose
0: ends. Or whatever other fly we could think of. Simply search for Negroes you don't like on Patreon and click join to tap in. Reminder you may not like us, but you'll learn to respect and support what we stand for. Peace. Peace. L- let me tell you something. Y'all don't messed up
1: now. so i believe it's my sophomore junior year kind of kind of blurred because that's what my made it so many times so shit hell i could have been a damn phd with all the damn credits but that's neither here nor there but um so i'm sitting in this i'm sitting in this summer class that uh an associate of mine was telling me he thought i would find it interesting it was the politics of sub-saharan africa i don't know how he knew i'd be interested in it specifically but i literally was sitting in the class until the like before the drop out period just kind of you know by you know seeing what the professor was like seeing what the course content was like so i'm sitting in the back of the class you know <laughs> when, when he's doing class roll you know i'm raising my hand under somebody else's name pretending like i'm a student um because you know i didn't give them the money yet for the class so I, i'm not on the roll so the longer i'm going to the class i'm like man this class is kind of interesting you know what i'm saying And, you know, I I seen this one young girl coming in there and uh, most days she came in, she had, man, she had the ice cold grill on her face. You know what I'm saying? You know, by the looks of her face, you would have thought she was a member of the damn Wu-Tang Clan. But, you know, I I really didn't pay no attention to it. So I'm just sitting there and uh, time is going by. And, you know, my mind has always been a little bit odd than most. I see her some days coming in with her work uniform. That's already a plus for me. So I'm like, ooh, that's sexy. I love seeing a work uniform. i'm gonna go into that later more so you know but she still got the ice grill on her face and i'm like man is she from new york like is she from the bronx this would all make sense like what the hell you know she had relatives at rikers island like why is she looking so damn tough so one day um in the computer lab um i'm walking by and it has you know this this big glass door and i seen her smiling and you know sometimes with certain people man when they smile like it's a whole different energy and it just radiates you know she radiated differently and i was like wait a minute you know, now I now I see her, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I saw you before, but now I see you. Right. So I was like, hey, let me, you know, uh, take this a little step further. And then, you know, get to know some more details about this young lady. But, um, yeah, man, we don't you know, to go into it more later, but that's that's just really how it started, man. It started with ice grills and then one smile is all it took. What say you, sir?
0: Hey, world, welcome to another episode of NYDL Negroes. You don't like <laughs> Martin Malcolm. Man, let me tell you, brother, taking it back to the first sight, brother, I'm with you on that, brother. Nothing like it, man, for real, for real, brother, especially uh, when it's someone that you decide to take that step, the real step with. You know what I'm saying, brother? But we're going to talk about that, brother. Let's talk about, you know, uh, more importantly, you know, when, when we first met our wives, like that first initial date, that first initial impression. Let's jump into it, brother. What you got? So,
1: you know, let me start with this because a lot of people um, listening to this probably in that point, maybe past college, but keep, you know, there's a lot. We all have listenership that is around college age and maybe even a very, very small amount of listenership. That's um, about ready to go to college. You know, maybe this information is being passed on as it should be, you know, um, consider it, consider it a complimentary family heirloom. Um, So I always had in my mind what I was looking for. You know, I, I'm not one of these guys that writes out a list and saying, you know, I need a girl to boom, be this, 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 that and the third. But I always had an impression in my mind of the kind of woman that I wanted. And a lot of that impression was formed uh, based on I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you know, my parents are married, um, but like a lot of like a lot of people in our community whose parents are married. Um, you know, we have this impression that damn it. Nobody in the black community was raised with two parents alpha. An that's not true there is a significant amount, you know what I'm saying? There's a significant front amount. Front. There's a significant amount of us who were raised with two parents. Um, keep it, yeah, it's still tilted. I'm not gonna lie, the majority are not, but there's still a significant amount who were. And even with those who were raised with two parents in the household, what my life experience has shown me in, in working in multiple places across America, speaking to so many different people, is that as a community, we don't do a good job sharing information on relationships. Mm. We really don't. The vast majority of us, most of what we know about a relationship is just negative. Most of us, toxic, just, brother it's toxic. It's like it's almost like it's almost like they're putting up this big metaphorical uh, stop sign, like don't go here, don't go there. You know, most what I mean? of it is to convince you
0: not to get into a serious relationship, relationship with someone. Absolutely,
1: that's what most of
0: the advice is coming from from that perspective. Yeah, man. You know, they painted like yo, like, like your life about to be miserable. Like, if you Oof. go through this, this was gonna happen, and this and that, a lot of heartache, a lot of drama, a lot of pain. Like, brother, like in our community, man, they painted like it's something that it's not appetizing at all, brother.
1: Yeah, and 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 it's so unfortunate because at the end of the day, when we re- when we really want to get down to it, you know, when we want to know, when we really want to know what 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 the end result is, I want y'all to know that what I'm about to say, this is really gonna be a tagline that. We, we, we're going to need to get our credit for you know what I'm saying. Um, I was just writing it out the other day and there's no community without United Families. No doubt. You know, people want to talk about the black community. All right. Now let's focus on that community aspect. A community is made up of families a community is not made up of, of, of a bunch of single people hmm. swiping left on Tinder or doing, or doing whatever the hell you else you do on these other dating websites. Communities are made up of families. That's how that works. So, Anybody who, anybody who opens up their mouth to say, I love my community. What you're saying is I love the structure of family. That's really what you're saying mm-hmm. without saying it. So if you claim to love the black community, then you need to love the black family. Yeah, they hand, bro. Work hand in hand. You understand? So it's water and water, you know, distilled water, purified water, alkaline water, shit, it's all water. It's all water, um, baby. <laughs> um. So that information is not disseminated correctly. We have a, you know, I feel like most of us, before we even know what to do in a relationship, we're coming with so much negative baggage, so much negative yeah. perceptions that it kind of it kind of dooms most of us before we even give it a shot. Yeah, brother. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's facts, brother. Imagine that, man.
0: Even before you jump into a relationship, man, like like you said, man, you, you've, you're doomed. For just chaos, brother, like because because going into it, that's what you're expecting. You're pride probably right. like the expectation is failure. <laughs> it's so chaos. therefore, it's very hard for, for you to expect failure to get the complete opposite, brother. Because your mindset is what's key. So, brother, that is so true, man. Like because I think about myself, I think about you. You know, fortunately, we, we've mm-hmm. we we haven't been um victim to that. But um, I think <laughs> about a lot of a lot of boys that I know growing up, even friends that I know now. That's a lot of their outcome, brother, because of that perception, that, that mentality when they jump into it.
1: no without a doubt. So. That's why it's so important. The niche that Negroes you don't like fills is literally, it's almost like we are part of the, we're part of the artery that help that, that actually helped keep the, the heart pumping. Shit, we That's are the we arteries. Are. You, you see what I'm saying? Not part of it, we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, I'm, hey, I'm with you. And you know, what I'm gonna keep reiterating to our listenership is I I hear everything that's going on. Like there's so many things that multiple people in our community are doing. You know, I love the financial literacy aspect. I love the fact that we're learning more about money, how to manage money, how to make money, how to invest money, how to do so many things with finance. That's awesome. Getting our education. More of us are going to college than ever before. That's awesome. But more of us are not getting into family. We are not understanding how important family is. This will also be a tagline that I want us to get credit for. A community or a culture or race of people are judged by the strength of their families. That's how they're judged. We're not judged by, we're not judged by how many Bugattis are sitting in the driveway. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not judged by how many likes you get on Instagram. You know, we're not judged by how many followers we have. We're judged by what is the strength? What is the, what is the state of affairs of the families in your community? If the families in your community have faulty foundations, if they are not rock solid, It's not to say that your community doesn't doesn't deserve respect because everybody deserves respect underneath God's eye. But you are not a community that people will look to for a certain level of respect, a certain understanding and a certain level of protection. When your community is weak, it lacks protection. That's the reason why people can get on TV and say damn anything about black people. And honestly, it almost feels like black people got to apologize for being insulted. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like it seems so crazy. It's almost like black people have to apologize for being (laughs) enslaved. Like on on so many, like the fact that black people have to convince people. So you even have to convince some other black people that we're owed reparations in America. I I know that's a whole other conversation, but I just want you to understand the status of the black community is so disjointed and so all over the place that many times we can't even agree on what is owed to us. We can't even agree. We can't even agree what's owed to us from us. How about that? Mm, let that sizzle, baby. So, you know what I'm saying? I, there, there was a post on social media that I was responding to today. And um, I was like, you know, because the post was about kind of what we was experiencing during the Jim Crow era. And it was this little boy talking about what his life was like on a slave plantation. And, you know, my comment, I'll paraphrase myself. I said, you know, America does owe the black community a form of reparations. We know that. But the conversation we need to start having while we're working on that. And while that we may, it may not happen in our lifetime, but I do believe in time it's, it's going to happen because too many of the communities have gotten it. Let's start talking about the reparations. We owe each other. Let's Mm -hmm. start talking. Let's open up that conversation because there's so much pain and hurt that we've done to one another that we need to atone for. We want want other people to apologize to us, but we need to learn how to apologize to one another. Damn brother. Like, yo, like, man, listen, brother, we
0: are talking about pain and suffering. Not only sparked, from other, you know, people, other races mm-hmm. of nationalities, sure. but there's an extra layer <laughs> of mm-hmm. the same pain and suffering from your own kind, brother. That is, brother, that is some real mental
1: like trauma, brother. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's definitely gonna put you in some mental gymnastics for sure. You know, be, because I really think when you're in a situation where you know that you were victimized, not necessarily saying that that you feel like a victim, but you know that your community was victimized, it's easy to point the finger outside of your community and say, "Okay, this is the origination of all our trauma. But while 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 that is true to a certain extent, we also have to be accountable for the trauma that we have brought on the lives of our own people. You cannot you cannot ask to for atonement from others if you're not even willing to give atonement to your own people. It does not work. Hmm. It, It doesn't work on a universal level. It doesn't work on a spiritual level. It does not work on the human level. This is why, as I, as I go through this episode talking about what my mindset was, when I met my now wife, I want you to understand, I know I'm not like a lot of people. And I majored in history and I majored with a concentration in African-American studies with um, a minor in African, Africana studies in economics. So there was a context and an understanding that I put in place, I knew that if I was going to be dating a black woman, I was already preparing myself for numerous things. I was saying, OK, if she doesn't have a father, I have to be willing to understand that her relationship with men might seem a little odd to me. Because a lot of times when women don't are not raised with fathers that are active in their life, they have relationships with men. And sometimes they can't gauge whether or not this, this man is a friend or this man is trying to sleep with them. They, mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they don't understand that buffer. Right. So. So if I come into a situation just thinking that she's trying to disrespect me, I'm not giving her the credit for her experience. Right. I'm not understanding how the circumstances of her life impacted the choices that she's making with these men. And they don't even have to be sexual. They could just be. Oh, I think so. And so is cool. This man is 20 years older than me. What the hell he got in common with you? <laughs> what are you all really talking about? Oh, no, he, he's just a friend. He's not a friend. He's a, he, he's a friend with an invisible hard penis you just, you just haven't seen yet. Or felt. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, you want that to go down. <laughs> Bro. Hello. <laughs> Yo, we're going to have so many episodes. We're going to break this all the way down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, you know, when you are committed to dating in our community, I'm not saying we all have the same experience, but you do have to kind of you have to understand the common traumas that impact us. The common traumas, okay. We know that a, a significant part of our population don't have enough fathers that are in the home. They may have fathers in their lives, but not fathers in the home, mm-hmm. right? Just because a father is in the home doesn't mean that he's not in the child's life. That's a big misnomer that people are not really um, understanding. So, if you're not raised with your father in the home, or let's say you don't have contact with your father as you should, you're missing a whole life's perspective of the opposite gender. Do you understand what kind of deficits you could have only hearing one perspective your whole life? If you, if you think about it, it took two human beings to make you abandon a woman. But if you're only hearing the perspective from one side, you're un, unless this person is raising you is exceptional and they teach you to think critically, you're going to be, you probably going to be under the assumption that the perspective that you were raised with is like the God's truth, you know, certain things here and there you might. Mm, I don't know about this, but, you know, I was raised this way. This is what I heard growing up. This is this is what it must be. You 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 didn't get to see two adults disagree, agree, agree to disagree. One person has their perspective. The other person has their perspective. You didn't get to see that exchange of ideas. You didn't get to see the world. You didn't get to you didn't get to understand the world through the prism of a man. Or in some cases, you didn't get to see the world through the prism of a woman. <laughs> There's a reason why it took those two energies to make a human being, because collectively, when you bring those two forces together to raise a child and they both get to experience that you get a more well-rounded adult that's what it is oh, that's, so that,
0: i'm sure if we, if we even ran the um statistics on that brother like if you were to possibly mm-hmm. you know ask people who've probably probably been married let's say 15 20 years or plus mm-hmm. i'm sure a majority of them may say that hey i came from a, you know two-parent household
1: oh but, but but i doubt i mean i listen I could look up the statistics, but looking up statistics for every single like point that we bring up, we're not ESPN. The reason ESPN <laughs> has all, all yo the reason yo the reason ESPN has all that data is like how the fuck? Like how the hell do you know how many points somebody scored in the third quarter of a game six? Like on a Tuesday, they, they got people on, <laughs> exactly, on Tuesday. Yo, dude, this person scored the most points in the third quarter on a Tuesday. I'm like, what the fuck? Listen, the reason <laughs> the, the reason why they have all that data is because they got the money to pay all these researchers. They literally sit there and look up all of this data that nobody's asking for. <laughs> That's what they get paid to do. in <laughs> your ass artists. to make you think it's important. <laughs> exactly. You like, yo, why is this important? I just want to know if my team is gonna win or not. So, 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 without a doubt, understand. And this is the thing that our community really, really needs to do. Because I'm going to talk about it uh, more a little bit later as we introduce something uh, beautiful that we're working on to yeah, yeah, yeah. uplift the community. One of the first things we really need to do, we got to clear the air, and we literally have to forgive each other. We have to forgive each other for the things that we don't know, the things that we should have had, the things that we should have had to equip us to give us a better shot at survival. If you come into a situation knowing that, you know what, I got deficits, you got deficits. And I'm not saying people in other communities got all the answers. But what I am saying is the deficits that we have are significant in certain levels, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to relationships. And then the media doesn't help. They they help promote the most negative perceptions of us. So that's not helping. Right. So we, we have so many different things that are coming to kind of thwart us away from our destiny and away from our goal in being the best that we can be for each other. So back to back to me, uh meeting the wife. So you know, I, I seen her, you know, I started talking to her, and I ain't gonna lie, man. Back then, you know, it was funny, man, because when I met her, I see, I gotta be honest with y'all. That's the thing. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I don't wanna be honest with y'all. Sometimes I just wanna <laughs> put a lot of salt sometimes I'd rather just put a lot of sauce on it and call it a day. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? But yo, this is gonna seem like so much scrub activity. Listen, so my phone wasn't working. I don't I don't know I forgot what happened, but I didn't even have a cell phone at the time, son. So imagine trying to so imagine so imagine trying to highlight a girl. And she like and then she and then you get her number. She like, what's your number? Text me on like, well, you know, um Yo, I kid you not, this was the wildest shit ever. Now going back, I would never do this. I gave her my sister number to contact oh, me. No, <laughs> No. Yo it was, You know, It was so horrible. I was cause you know, I told myself to yo, let me hold your phone, but I think no. she had two phones at a time. Yo, it was, yo, it was wild, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. So oh, brother. <laughs> hey man, I just gotta keep it up. Hey. You know, a lot of a, a lot of people try to put on this armor like they've been the, the smoothest, coolest motherfucker since birth. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So so um, you know. I give her credit because she still gave me a shot after that. Cause I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> it was my daughter's. You nigga. What? He got a cell phone. I was like, oh, "What?" <laughs> was like, Hold on, wait a minute. He got a cell phone. What do you mean? <laughs> you know? I'm like, so, so you could send him off like a motherfucker email. <laughs> <or?"> <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so um, so we changed numbers, and you know, eventually I got my phone back. Everything straight. Um, so we started calling each other a lot and we just started talking. We started having conversations about all types of things. Like we started talking about content in the class, you know, historically what was going on at the time in, um, sub-Saharan Africa and kind of how that formed what the political structure looks like today. Now, keep in mind, I, I know this sound like some really like intellectual, like black love story. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of was a little bit, but you know, we also regular people too. Like we ain't like, you know, walk, walking around with ascots on and sipping tea all day, but, um, <laughs> So, you know, the first couple of conversations, we started talking about what we wanted out of life. You know what I'm saying? So Ooh, that's that's, I that's like, key, like, brother. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to it. That's like, that emotional connection like, you know, like, right there, brother. That's deeper than physical. Got to, you got to. Like, before, before I ever laid a kiss on her, before I ever touched her, the first thing you want to do is touch the mind of the person you're interested in. See Facts. what they're really about. Now, I'm going to put a caveat in that. If you're dealing with a lady of the night or a man of the night, if you're dealing with prostitutes, obviously this discussion is not for you, <laughs> but if you're no. talking about somebody, yeah, exactly. Like you have to understand like things, context matters. I'm not talking about just some random chick. You're trying to have a one night stand with. I'm talking about a woman that you were truly interested in. Okay. So, or, or a partner you're truly interested in. So we have these conversations and, you know, I start asking her, just you know questions about her life and where does she see herself like what does she want to do with her education you know have you thought about having a family have you thought about um have you thought about marriage now keep in mind i'm doing this and i believe i'm 20 i believe i'm like 22 or 23 having this conversation man yeah, same here bro that was our you, same window too brother that's crazy you see what i'm saying yeah yeah our life overlapping <laughs> many that's crazy. That's crazy. um so the thing is the conversation that we were having, I'm realizing that you got people who are hella grown well into their 30s and their 40s and it, they go years with somebody and don't even have these kind of conversations. That's crazy. It boggles my mind. How? I'm like, what do you want? What do you all talk about? Like, I don't get it. Like, how are you with somebody for years and you don't know critical information? Like, do they want kids? Where do they want to live? What's the expectation for marriage? What's the expectation if we have kids? You know, what's the parenting style? Like, just, you know. To me, to me, it seems so normal, but I understand because once again, because of the deficits and the lack of information that is not shared in our community enough, or sometimes if not, sometimes the people don't even have the information to give. I'm going to be honest with you. Right. That's the reason why I feel like we, we, we are, we're, we're coming in at such a perfect time and I know we're filling a void that is so much deeper than so many other people are filling because we're getting to the heart of the matter because you have people saying, you know, anytime somebody wins an award, anytime somebody does anything significant in their life, they always talk about how much they love their family. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about how they don't talk about how much they love their. They don't talk about how much they love their Rolex. They don't talk about how much they love their car. Thanks, they don't talk about how much they love their house. Yep. They're always talking about their family. So, if so, if at those pinnacle moments in your life, you have the presence of mind to talk about family and you're saying that's the most important, then I propose. That with the status of so many of our homes that are not so many of our families that are not as strong as they should be, there needs to be some focus on that. There needs to be attention paid to that area, because if we claim that that's what's important to us when we when we're reaching these incredible milestones, then we need to really be what we say we are, be what we're talking about. That's real. So. We are having these conversations and I'm like, the first thing I said to myself was, yo, I respect all mine. I respect her mind. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. Her physical got me first. Yeah, let, okay. let's, not it, let's not get it twisted, baby. Let's not,
0: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Let me, yo, let me pump the brakes. Got to pump the brakes because some of y'all listening was like, oh, look, he fell in love with her heart, her mind. Listen, shorty was banging, son. <laughs> See what <laughs> I'm saying? So I pretty I really need y'all to understand, like, looks do matter to men. And I'm not, you don't got to be a, a Victoria's Secret model, none of that. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, Yo, she was in her prime. Let me just leave it at that, if you understand what I mean. So I don't want to get this misconstrued. Her physical caught my eye first, sure, right. remember she she ain't speak a word until you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> she ain't speak a word until you know. I stepped up to her, and, and yeah. in my mind, you know, I'm a '90s baby, so in my mind, I thought, you know, I was gonna say something smooth to her. Boys to Men was gonna be name in the background. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that song? You know what I'm saying? Boys to Men, they got the rain falling, they singing in the rain. Homeboy with the king, no You know what I'm saying? He leaning on it, looking real smooth. I ain't never seen a nigga look smooth with a king. He looked smooth with the king. I was just like, <laughs> you realize? I was like, yo, what's your name? And then she told me her name and I'm like, I'm like, can I walk with you to your car? You know, just, yo, And she had to go to the bathroom. Yo, it was crazy. She had to go to the bathroom, dog. You know, I ain't going to be creepy and just even be waiting out like close by the bathroom and stuff. You know, I could have just, if I had my <laughs> phone, you know what I'm saying? She could have texted me like, yo, I'm, you know, meet you here. So, <laughs> you know, I ended up sitting outside the bathroom and I, I thank the Lord that the universe <laughs> came together and she didn't have to blow the spot up. Because well my whole perception of her would have flipped on the dime.
0: <laughs> hey, we wouldn't be talking about her right now, brother. I yeah, guarantee, no. brother. I guarantee. Have like,
1: <laughs> I'd have been like, man, she she blew up the chances before it could even even get started. But I'm but I'm
0: just saying though, like when when you standing out there the whole time, like how are you playing it smooth, man? Like, I don't know. You got hey, like one leg up on the wall, like you leaning, yeah, bro, like you bro, just out, no phone, nothing. You couldn't it's, even act like you were no, texting no. somebody.
1: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what people do with cell phones. You know, you pretend to be busy. So. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't have it. So literally I was like leaning up against the wall and I was just, you know, cause I think we was on the second floor. So you kind of overlooked. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you can overlook the city a little bit, so I'm just, you know, gazing out. You know what I'm saying? Look, looking over the trees. In the back of my mind, I'm saying, man, if she take a shit, I hope she wash her hands. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. So, so, so then I started saying to myself... Man, if I don't hear this water turn on, we're gonna have a problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm find my strategy. So I hear you, brother.
0: Um, That's crazy, man. Like I know I'm talking it is. about. Hey, listen, brother. I, I promise you, nine out of ten times. You you break it down like that in any situation, brother, you don't get the outcome that y'all both got.
1: Oh, yeah, but that's <laughs> nine out of ten times, brother. <laughs> that's how I know it's divine intervention, you heard? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes the universe look at your situation and say, this shit don't make no sense, but y'all right. We're going to help y'all out a little bit.
0: No doubt, brother. And it was divine intervention with us in a, in a sense because of the fact that—so with, with me and her, like, I met her— Believe it or not, brother, you know, the way they used to do it in the old school, man, at church, you know, so. Yeah, brother. Yeah. So. But, you know, me, you know, my boy at the time, you know, vagabond, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, yo, (laughs) let's go scoop up these chicks at church, man, you know, (laughs) because. High high five. (laughs) Yo, No doubt, brother. No doubt. And I'm like, shoot, I ain't doing nothing, man. Let's ride. So there was a little gathering at the church. And so. You know, we pull up, you know, you know, we check out the scene, you know, I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go for that one. You're gonna go for this one. Boom, 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 whatever. And then she comes through and she sits right next to me. Get this, brother. So she's sitting right next to me and he's he's giving me the shoulder like, you know, what I'm saying like he's shoving my shoulder like, yo, make your move, make your move. And I'm like, yo, bro, she got this dude sitting right next to her. And I'm thinking, yo, that's a man that's her man, and, and thank God, my friend is a, you know, my boy was a vagabond at the time, brother, because, yo, he's like, shit, I don't care, man, go in and holler at her. Like, What's this dude, yes. this dude would have hollered at her, you know, while the man was sitting there, right? So, I'm like, you know what? It's savage. You got nothing to lose, brother, whatever. You know, you, you tussle, I got my boy with me, <laughs> we gonna be alright, you know? So, so I hit her up, and I'm like, yo, you know, that's your man right there? And boom, boom, and I'm talking to her, and she's like, nah, that's my brother. And I gave him a look, he gave me a look, I'm like, Golden, you know, and so it's crazy how like, you know, from that particular moment, man, how we were able to connect, you know, knowing that that in most cases, brother, you most men would avoid situations like that, thinking, jumping For the sure. gun, thinking that's the God, that's the man that she's with, mm-hmm. you know, and so divine intervention, brother. And, and I remember because you, you had talked about your first date. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about mine real quick, brother, because I remember going to her house to pick her up. And. Brother, at this time, because you're saying you're 22, 23, I'm 22, 23 at this time. And brother, how was that checkbook looking around that time in college? Uh, but listen, yeah. it was looking like a dream, a wish sandwich. Straight up, brother. You know what I'm saying? And so, like that bank account, like 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 Kevin Hart used to say, man, the way my bank account was set up, set up being nine. in a relationship, it could not support it. You know what I'm saying? So, on so you know, I'm 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 thinking like, damn, what am I gonna do for the first date? I can't take her to a fancy restaurant. Shit, I barely yo like that whole week I was eating the dollar menu. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I mean? So. So, you know, and I had to get creative with it, you know, because I'm like, yo, I can't take her to the movies because I think while I was coming to pick her up, she had made note about some lame, you know, took her to the movies one time. and She had a terrible time. It was a first date. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, like you really hit me right now because I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I'm i running out of options, brother. What's like, no, lie, man. Hey, after I picked her up, brother, like while I'm driving, I picked her up. Brother, I kid you not. I have no idea where we're going. This her neighborhood. I ain't used to it. I don't know where I'm going. So she hit me up with the line, like, yo, where are we going? And this way, you know, thank God, you know, I'm a I'm a nineties baby, you know, eighties baby, excuse me. I grew up in the nineties. Yep. You know, I hit her with the line, like, yo, wherever the car takes us. You know, she <laughs> she was like, Okay, okay. She thought I was real smooth. And then, brother, no lie, man, like with with no money in my pocket, all I did with brother was I drove over to like a a, a restaurant. It was them, you know, it was closed. And so all I did, brother, was was I parked and I just played music, man. And we got out the car and we was just dancing the whole night, man. What? On the first date? Yeah, brother. On the first date, brother. Wow. First date, brother, because, yo, that's all I had. That's all I got. I ain't got no money. I ain't got nothing. What am I going to do, brother?
1: My man had a lot of inspiration. (laughs) He had a lot of passion.
0: Yo, I... I, Listen, brother, I had nothing, man. So fortunately, yo, brother, like, like you, it ended up, you know, turning into what it did. But in most cases, you know, you might think like, yo, that's a little too much for the first date. But man, when you got no options like that, brother, and you know, and I'm looking at her and she looking at me like, yo, what we doing? And I'm like, you know what, man? It's time to smoothing things out, man. So I I just threw, it, I just came up with it off rip. And bro, no lie, man, like till this day she talks about that night brother and i'm talking about like she's been on dates with dudes with you know taking her to fancy restaurants i'm talking Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. offering her the world and 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 about a few weeks ago man we had this conversation and she was telling me like yo you know you know when my best date the best date i've ever had and i'm like yo which one you know what she was like yo that night that we just danced it was simple it was it was it was nothing crazy but you know what i had a good time with you and you know i thank you for that and i'm like yo brother your boy lucked out on that one.
1: Trust me. Hey, Listen, so check this out. So you actually went ahead of me, which is good, because I'm glad I knew that, because I didn't go into the actual date. I was doing to lead up to the date. So 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 on our first date, um, you know, I go by her house. I, you know, I pick her up and I don't have a plan in my mind about where we're going to go. You know, I had, hey. <laughs> had no plan, bro. I was just like, because you know I already know based on conversations, you know she's been to nice restaurants, you know, guys you know they try to impress her with all this stuff, and yo honestly this I this I know something is right with me, but something's wrong with me because okay. bro- <laughs> brother I took her, I took her out, and I was like, listen, like i don't, I don't got a lot of bread on me right now, so we gonna go to where we find the best special. You know what I'm saying? That seems <laughs> <laughs> now. Now check. Now this is the first day. You know what I'm saying? Yo, your yo, boy, your boy was yo. trans- transparent on another level. No, that is the complete no, no. What you should
0: be doing, brother? Like yes, that is yes. what you were taught from, like from when you were yes. a, 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 a youngin.
1: One hundred percent, and you know what,
0: brother? Bro. Hey, let me tell you, man. Like your relation, it makes sense, brother. Because if you can get through <laughs> number one, the bathroom, that's one, and get through where you tell her, as listen, we going to where the specials at,
1: we going brother. To that's, special, that's something.
0: Bed. That's something special right there, brother.
1: Bro, something and, and, real. And, and you know what's funny? So, so when we driving in the car, I told him like, listen, I said, you know. I'm not one of these guys that's just going to be out here spending all this kind of money just to try to, you know, impress you that, that that's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? If I like you, I'm gonna like you for who you really are. Now, no keep doubt. in mind what I, what I did, I'm not imploring other men to do this. I'm really not. Same. It, it could have went sideways, but, Straight up, really. but, but I've always trusted my instincts. I've, always trusting my instinct so so i so i felt comfortable enough to be my true Mm -hmm. authentic self and she always says that she's like you know what you you were a hundred percent of who you were that day i knew that if I, i knew that the person that you presented to me that day that's who you were i didn't have to worry about meeting your representative because you just was yourself from day one brother
0: no lie brother my wife break it down the same way brother Nice. The same way, because all she talks about is like how much, how many dudes were trying to front, act yeah, like they got yeah, this yeah, and got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "Yo, you just you you were real from day one. You were yourself, brother. Ain't
1: that something, bro? Yo, she met my parents on the first date. Oh, that's deep. Yeah, she met my parents on the first date because I think because our first date lasted the whole day because I picked her up like in the middle of the day." And we stayed with each other till late at night. We were just riding around wow. talk, talking and laughing. And then she had to use the bathroom. And we was kind of, we was by my parents' house at the time. And then, you know, that's where I was living. And, you know, she went to my parents' house to use the bathroom, and then my parents showed up. And I'm like, you know, I introduced her. And I'm like, this, you know, this is what uh. I date with. And then we left, and it, bro, it was just like, it was the longest date ever. We was with each other all day. We did not want to separate from one another.
0: Come on, a male question, brother. What is up mm-hmm. with y'all in these bathrooms?
1: Uh, brother, listen, man. It's, <laughs> no. it, listen, listen. listen. All, you know, all I'm gonna say is, you know, we have uh, healthy, healthy systems. You know what I'm saying? Fully intact, oh, yeah. ready to go at any moment. <laughs> So that's that's first. That's that's the
0: precursor to having a healthy relationship. Right. You got to oh, have a healthy system.
1: You know what I'm saying? Hey, no listen, doubt, brother. We, listen, we, we ain't full of shit people because shit, shit, don't, <laughs> shit, don't last that long in enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, was, at least at least y'all, y'all didn't flip it like, the, you know, how, how some couples, how they get married. Where they first met, or, or when they first had their first date, or whatever like that, brother. At least y'all didn't flip it to get married in you know the bathroom where y'all met. Some crazy shit. Oh, yeah, like nah, nah, we ain't doing you know no bullshit
1: like that. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> wow. No, nah, that that's for people who do lines of cocaine. I don't know the fuck wrong. <laughs> but, but so 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 that date was just so long, and I knew I knew from that date I was like, we we didn't even. We didn't even, like, I wasn't even trying to sleep with her. I wasn't even, like, we were just so, we just had so much joy being in each other's company. That's when I was like, wow, you know, a really good indicator to know that you with somebody, you with somebody that you could potentially have something with, is when you enjoy being with that person without sexual overtone. Facts, brother. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so 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 let me break that down a little bit for the people from listening. When I say sexual overtones, what I mean is if your objective is just to sleep with the person, then yeah, you gonna it's a lot of conversations you're gonna have. You almost gonna do everything to kind of mm-hmm. you know, make this person seem like you so caught up in what they doing and then, you know, the the goal is to try to sleep with them. But we were literally just being ourselves just talking, laughing and just having a good time, and not even thinking about like sex. Like some people, like that's like the main thing on their mind on the first date. You know, am I gonna be able to sleep with this person? That was not on. Our, that was not on my mind. That wasn't on her mind. We were just enjoying each other's company. And I really implore anybody who is serious about dating that first date should just be how well do I get along with this person when sex is not on the table. If you can get along, if you can get along with somebody. And sex is not the mission. You got something there. Because let me give you a little pro tip. Most of your relationship is not going to be in the bedroom having sex. The vast majority Straight of the relationship up. is going to be spending time with that person. Straight up. If I added up all the minutes that I had sex with my wife and I added up all the hours and days and months. That I had just, you know, talking, traveling, you know, just living life. That dwarfs the number, (laughs) you know, of of, of actually having sex. So 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 what really happens is people put so much important, so much importance on an area of their life where they're going to spend the least amount of time. Think about that for a second. Putting a lot of importance in an area of your life where you're going to spend the least amount of time. Hmm. If the if the majority of your relationship is in a bedroom, then that's not a relationship. That's called a situationship, a hookup, a straight up, a, a fuck buddy, whatever you want to call. It. That's what that is. Understand. That's not a relationship. Please, all right, brother. That's as straight as we can give it, brother. That's straight <laughs> on the rocks. Straight. straight.
0: No rocks. Straight. <laughs> straight up. Straight up, brother. No chase up.
1: Jeez. Um. Nada. So, so with that being said, I'm so proud. We so proud to let y'all know that we are going to be delivering you guys a course on how to date with intention. I myself am married, have been married over a decade. So, sir, been married over a decade. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? You know, so. You're, you're, you're getting information from two black men who have taken that leap and been committed. We're both um, proud husbands. We both are proud fathers of three children. And we're putting this course together in subsequent and subsequent courses to follow to really help our community and anybody really. But. You really want to help with the need is greatest first and the black community needs a lot of help. We're going to be giving you we're going to be developing a course to help you navigate dating with intention, dating oh. with a focus, dating to get results, because oh. some of you, some of y'all are going on so many dates and you're not yielding nothing. Some of y'all are making so many soul ties with all this negative energy out here. And you want to know why you can't nothing prosperous come your way, right? We need to help curate the mindset that is necessary to know when somebody's in front of you, are you wasting your time? In fact, once your mindset gets developed the way this course is going to help you, the person won't even make it in front of you. Hmm. You You won't even have to waste going on that first date to figure don't out a way give uh, a time a day. You you don't got time to waste. Gas is over $3 a gallon. You ain't got time to burn no gas. Straight up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uber pools are are almost the same price as Uber blacks. We ain't got no time doubt. to waste. You know what I'm saying? So, we really here trying to give you the tools necessary to develop the mindset cuz the only reason I was able and, and, and the brother, sir, was able to live the life we're living now with our family, which is which is the only real treasure of life. Try to ask somebody who's old, who don't got no kids, never been married, how rich they believe their life was. Hmm. I can guarantee the vast majority of them are going to say, nah, this ain't what it's about. Facts, brother. Like Denzel Washington said, very, very, very rarely will you see a U-Haul behind a hearse. Straight up. And guess what? The Egyptians tried it. They put all these riches in their tomb. And you know what ended up happening? They got robbed. You it she got robbed. Shit on my teeth. <laughs> you they know, know what I mean? Robbed. <laughs> so, 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 so understand it's the connections with your loved ones that stand the test of time. So, dating with intention is absolutely the purpose of it is to get you to that point where you find somebody who you're ready to then get engaged with. And then that engagement process, which is also another phase, then leads to marriage. We, we want, we want to see stronger families in the community, particularly in our com- We want to see strong families across the globe. We want to see more strong families, period. But particularly in the United States, we want to see stronger families. We want to look at these statistics and we want to tell those statistics, you do not define who we are. We are greater than your statistics. And this course is going to help. And looking at those statistics square in the face and letting them know that we ain't going out like that. We, hold, we owe it to each other. We owe it to each other. So I want y'all, you know, we're going to keep talking about it. Dating with intention is coming soon because we, oh. don't want, we don't want y'all wasting no more time. We don't want y'all saying, girl, I went on a date with this man. You know what he took talk- You ain't got to do it all. Man, I went on a date with this girl, bruh. Man, all she was trying to do was get me to spend all my money. No, 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 no. We're cutting all of that. we cutting all of that out. Girl, we went to the restaurant. Man, she she, she didn't even know how to pronounce the shit. She just ordered the most expensive shit on the menu. No, no, no. We, we ain't doing Straight up. Girl, do you know this fool asked me for gas money when he dropped me off? No, we're we not doing none of that. We ain't doing it.
0: Hey Martin so, Malcolm, man, that's real, brother. But but you know what, man, that's promised, brother. That's that's a, that's our offering to the you know, to the community, brother. For sure. That's our way of giving back, brother. And we you know, like you <laughs> said from day one, man, that's what we're about, brother. It's, and I'm excited about that, brother. To really yeah. truly um have that impact that truly matters, man. Like like you said before, man, it's it's been a lot of focus on financial literacy, which is ah, extremely important. Very important. Brilliant, shout boy, out, especially in our out, community.
1: Shout out EYL, Ian Dunlap, no doubt. Rashad, no Troy. Doubt. No doubt. Uh, love y'all brothers. Uh, Wall Extremely Street, Extremely important.
0: Uh, all, all them brothers, yeah. Very important, brother. But like you said, man, recently about like for those who reach a certain, you know, uh, peak of success, they always talk about their family, man. So always. So at the end of the day, that's what it's for. And so yeah. um, we're excited we about providing the blueprint the step-by-step booklet for you to get. Hey, I was about to go into it, man. You know, that's my awesome. man. Shout out to Biggie. <laughs> yes Shout out to biggie, man. You know what I'm saying? But definitely a step-by-step, you know, God, to, to definitely help us put them pieces together. So it's something that's ever, you know, long-lasting, something that's actually going to lead to the next generation, man. Something that helps you spark and create that legacy. That's what it's all about,
1: brother. No, 100%, because I want y'all to understand that, you know, the same way EYL, is your hub for financial literacy? I want you to understand that, you know, the Negroes You Don't Like platform is going to be your hub for expertise in family. How do we get how do, how do we increase family literacy? How about that? How do we increase family literacy? How do we get along? How do we stay together? You know, how, how do we That's stay key. together? How to How stay in? How do we stay connected? Ask anybody who's been married more than 10 years. Yo, how the hell you did it? I know people who can't make it to the third date without trying to cut somebody's neck off. Straight up. Straight up, brother. And and, and I want you all to understand that this is something that can be taught. It's not something you innately know. That's another thing, because a lot of a lot of us think that, oh, you know, I'm never going to get married. Nobody's ever going to love me like that because, you know, you're trying to say something's wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with you. What's wrong is you don't have the tools necessary to develop the mindset to bring in the type of energy that's going to be your life partner for the rest of your life. Cause a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all are giving away your energy for free or little or nothing. And then you're upset at what is sucking that energy away from you. And we're here to help you with that. So I want y'all to stay tuned, stay tuned, spread the word. You and want understand if it ain't about family, it ain't about nothing. It ain't about nothing. Like, what are we talking about? What are we really talking about? Without my wife and my kids, I ain't got nothing. And, and 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 I can boldly stand on that as a man and say that. And, and Second any that, man, brother. And, and any man who try to claim that, nah, I'm good over here. Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? What the hoes say? A man who won't take care of his family can't be rich. Rich ain't always about money, fam. You can't even enjoy money when your family fucked up. Let's be. Let's keep it a hundred. If we really want to keep it sure. a real hundred. If I, yo, if I had millions of dollars in the bank and I'm in turmoil with my wife and my kids, get that shit up. I don't want it. That's real, brother. Don't want it. I'd rather drive Uber and have love of, and and, and have the love of my family. Just be real. With that being said, family, stay tuned. And as always, we are greater when we appreciate that we need each other. Hey, world. Martin
0: Mal, this your boy, sir. Listen, dating with intentions. Coming man, soon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. coming <laughs> soon, baby. Let me tell y'all something, man. This is something this is something you're going to want to not only take for yourself, but to talk to all your homegirls that be talking yes. shit all day. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You want to send them that link. You know, this is going to be something for y'all to really talk about, something productive, something to really help y'all take them steps forward. You know, not Mm -hmm. only individually, but at the end of the day, what it's really all about as a community. We out. Peace. Peace.